0: Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following Shir. We are beginning tonight's Shir in Simindalad. We are up to Sif Yud Ches, the last line on page Yud. We're about to turn on to page 20. The Mechaber says in Sif Yud Ches, Eilud Natila Bamayim. The following things, you need to wash your hands with water. As we know, one who gets up from his bed One who comes out of the bathroom One who comes out of a bathhouse One who, washes, who cuts his nails One who takes off his shoes One who touches his feet One who rubs his head Viyesh Omrim Afaho Bensin. There are those who say even one who walks amongst the mason, Omisha Nogaba, one who touches a, Omisha Mathfli Caleb, one who deoususes his garments, Van Mishamish Mitasa, one who has be with his wife, Van Bakina, one who touches lice, Van Nogeya Begufo Byoda, one who touches part of his body with his hand. One who did one of these things that requires nitiyas yadayim and he doesn't wash his hands, im tamud chacham who tamudo mishtakeach. If he's a tamud chacham, he will forget his learning. If he's not a tamud chacham, midaito, he goes out from his das, and we'll see in the mishavura exactly what that means. So let's begin the Mishabura and go through the list. Beginning on the bottom of page say in Sifqatun LaMidches. All these things are Tzrichim Nitila. All these things, we'll see there are a couple of exceptions. They bring about the Ruach Ra. And therefore a person wants to rush to wash his hands so he can get rid of the Ruach Ra. All these washings should be up until the wrist. The at at the very least it should be until the knuckles for a person did not do one of these things his hand just got dirty from some mud or cement or anything else that's dirty. there there's no issue of ruach. Raw. You just hands are dirty, so you want to wash your hands. There all you have to do is wipe off the place on your hands that are dirty and that's good enough. Uleinyan tefila and in terms of davening yivur la kama besimetzadibez ain shamivir halacha sifkaton la metes all these things that are listed in the halacha have to have nitzilas yadayim with water says the mishabura after the tefila the koshkein dai achar kol elu bnikayim even though as we discussed in terms of davening or in terms of certainly in terms of limerat torah it's enough after all these things just to clean your hands. As we'll see shortly, in Sif Chav Beis where he's talking about even when one gets up from his bed, the and certainly for these other things, all you have to do is clean your hands after all of them for davening and learning. As we've been discussing, if one wants to get rid of the Ruach Ra, that needs specifically water, it's not enough to clean the hands. This is very important. We said you need washing your hands with water, but the Mishibruah then tells us in the second line of page 20, you don't need three times on each hand except when you get up from your bed, negel in the morning. There are those who are machmir and they say if you walk amongst the, the mason and one has beer, so then you need to also wash three times. The Sefer Hechel Akodesh is Machmir, that when one comes out of the Beis Akise, he also needs to wash his hands three times. However, the Magen Avram is not Maskim. He holds that when you come out from the Beis Akise, you do not need to wash your hands three times. Continues the Mishabura Vaitis of Kotan Mem, the mi Beis Akise. We're going through the list. So, number two on the list, after Komen is one who goes out from the Beis HaKisei. Says the of This is even if he did not take care of any needs in the Beis HaKisei, he just walked in, he must wash his hands when he comes out. And so too if one comes out of the Beis HaMirchatz, even if he did not wash himself there, he needs to wash his hands. And this is because of the Ruach Ra that is in these locations. Now if you look at note number 49, we mentioned this once before, but what about a Beis akise nowadays? So we're saying in the mishabura and the Makhavra that when you come out of a Beis even if you don't use it, you have to wash your hands. There's a Ruach ruah that is shown in the Beis HaKisei. Do we have that with our bathrooms nowadays? So b'din beis akisse shelzmanenu the chazanish is mesupuk imhudom elu beis shel parsoi sheeinu dem beis akisse is similar to what the gemara discusses of beis akisse shel parsoi which does not have a din of beis akisse mishum shatsoya einu nishere sham el nafelas the mirachok. In the Beis of the Parsoi, so the Tsoa, when it goes out of the person, immediately rolls away outside the Beis goes far away, so it doesn't get a regular of the Beis So maybe our Beis is like that because the Tsoa goes away very far as well. Or do we say no? The that sticks around until you flush the toilet. So maybe or Maybe it has a regular dinner Sakise. That is the suffix of the chazon ish. donu Moshe has the same suffix and the minchas yitzchak as well. they say it is better to be by our as well and to say that it's considered regular and therefore one would have to watch. His says, "When he comes out, the chain das continues." No forty nine. The little Whatever a person wants to, and this applies many times because in many areas, of we're a yeshiva or a shul, or maybe at home, that they only have sinks in the bathroom. So, is washing your hands in the bathroom going to take care of it? So, basically what we just said, it's not really so positive. If it's a real dinner of a besakise, you can't wash your hands in the baisakisa because when you come out, you have to wash your hands from the ruach ro just from being in the baisakisa. So the Chazanesh says, <laughs> The Eitzah that Chazanesh gives, if you wash your hands in the Beisach Kisei, but you don't dry them. You come out with your hands wet, so that's Kilo, you wash your hands without a Kli. The Minichas Yitzlag writes, If there's no other Eitzah, you can, says the Minichas wash your hands in the Beisach Kisei, and that's it. Now another interesting discussion. It's a little bit of a side point, but it's very halachic and it comes up often. Velito lital yado shem l'tzorach is a person allowed to wash for bread in a bathroom. So the Chazanish writes shekashel hakel. It's very hard to be lenient about this. The chayin kasa the Moshe she usher lital you cannot wash in a bathroom for nitzilas yadayim for a suda. The host Moshe adds on she lital yado Since for tefillah, really, you can just clean your hands with anything. You can wash your hands for tefillah in a base if you have no other etzah. But again, you should dry them only when you come out. The Shevet Alevi writes... If you wash your hands in the morning to get rid of the ruach in the bathroom, which many people are, are doing if they don't have a special sink, so then you can be lenient. Let's go weiter in the, um, let's actually see one more note over here, and that is note number 51 let's say a person has a bracha he has to make right away if he doesn't make it out he's going to lose it for example on lightning or thunder we only have a very short window of opportunity toh de we to say the bracha so we're gonna see later on, She'ain Tsarach Lito Yotav Nikodem. If you're running out of the Beisakisay, and if you're gonna wash your hands first, you're gonna lose the chance to make the Bracha, so then, you don't need to wash your hands first. Kate Ha'i unless, of course, your hands are dirty, then you can make a Bracha, but you'll be able just to clean them off, don't waste your time washing them, because then you're losing the opportunity to make this Bracha. Says the of Kotan and Aleph, we said in the list, in the Mechaber... that one needs to wash his hands when he's from when Aleph, when he takes off his shoes. Says the Mishabura, Mishum because you're touching your shoes at the time that you're taking them off. Ava Below noga behem Sarach But if you take your shoes off without touching them, it's not a din in taking off your shoes. It's a din in touching your shoes. And we assume if you're taking off your shoes, you're touching them. But if you have a way to take off your shoes by kicking them off and you don't touch them, you would not need to wash your wash your hands. one who takes off his shoes, Vinogeya Biragla, one who touches his feet. The Khofei Frosha, one who rubs his head... These are all three in the list above... Eno mishum ruach Says in the Mishibura, these washings are not because of ruach ra. rak <inaudible> mishum that's only because of cleanliness. <inaudible> Therefore, there is no rush to wash your hands. The rush is only when there's a ruach ra, when it's just because your hands are dirty. So you can take your time and just make sure you wash them at some point. <inaudible> Which is not the case by the other examples. <inaudible> Where there is a problem of a ruach ra, Like we mentioned earlier in Sivkat and Lamed Ches, there you want to wash it off as soon as possible, not to have the ruach, ruah being on your hands. Now if you look at note 52, we see some other interesting points over here. And that is, we said by touching your shoes, you have to wash your hands. You think your shoes are clean, but a stam shoe, unless you know for a fact that it's a brand new shoe that you're trying out of the house, a real shoe you could assume is not clean and you have to wash your hands. Let's say the shoe is not made out of leather, it's made out of gummi, it's crocs or some other slides. So in the next part of No. 52, he points out from the Shalom Shoe, is Erech Shaii. This the zakharlawram sharakanogeya benarshal ort this din is only leather shoes if you touch them you have to wash your hands on the other hand the benishray right chanogeya benal bad if you have some kind of a cloth or felt shoe you would have to wash your hands So if it's not leather, it is in fact a machlokis. What if you just touch the shoelaces, you untie them and then you just knock them off with your feet. You don't actually touch the shoes. You just touch the shoelaces. You do not have to wash your hands. And on the other hand Rav Yoshef says That the shoelaces are bottled to the shoes They're considered part of the shoe So Rav Yoshef holds That you would have to wash your hands By just touching the shoelaces That is a machlokas One more point we'll see in the notes Note number 53 We talked about rubbing one's head If you just touch your hair But you don't actually rub it So we'll see later on You do not have to wash your Hands. Even if you were wiping your wet hands on your hair, you would not have to wash your hands again afterwards. Says the Mishra, we write this, The next thing in the list we said is, the base says in the Shibura is talking about when you go into a cemetery. The person goes to beisakvaros to daven. So before he daven's, he should wash his hands. So when you come back to the courtyard of base you wash your hands a second time. She roos because the ruchos roos escort the person that goes away from the kvarim. some of the when they walk away. From the kfarim to not only wash their hands but also to wash their face. Sifkaton men gimel is that which the mechaber says. Misha nagav a base. One who touched the mace has to wash his hands. Even a person who goes towards one mace, he's not in the base like kfaris. i say there's a mace in a house and he goes in there. O shaholach voso, Or he's going to escort a mace but he doesn't touch the mace. No hakim in etila. The minig is that we do wash our hands. The nogu la hakbid and kodem And the minig to be not to go into another house without washing hands after you go to escort a mace. Uminag avosaynu torah the minag of our fathers is Torah. Now if you look at No. 55, he points out. Elo arba the Primagodim says, the of washing by mace is only if you are within four amos of the mace. If you're escorting a mace and you're far back and there's a whole uh, entourage escorting the mace, he holds you would not have to wash your hands and so too writes the Chachmas Adam. On the other hand, the Chazanish writes, Sham arba Even if you're more than four amos away, the Khazanish says that you do have to wash your hands. I believe that's our Minugah. That if we escort a mace, we do in fact wash our hands. One more note over here, no 56. The lush of the Mishabura was bias akhir. Before you go into another house, so he points out this bias akhir is the Lashon of the Ramah. Onom The Luvush leaves off that word if you go into a bias. And the Kafah Chaim writes, mm-hmm. the Diyefei Lalev Shem Menhagenu Shelo Yikoneis Odom Afilu Lubaistah The Menhagenu is that once you escort a mace, or you go into the mace HaKfaros, you don't walk into any house before you wash your hands. Says the Mishaburavaitis of Katan Ben-Dalad, the next thing in the list of the Mechaber that requires washing of the hands, because of Ruach Ro, is one who is Mafli kalev one who delouses his garments, Says the afilu This is even if he doesn't know that he touched one of the lice, he still has to wash his hands. Shalom matzah. He didn't find anything. He still has to wash his hands. That's rather obvious because another thing in the list is when you touch the lice. So if you have one thing in the list that's touching the lice, then one is you're delousing your garments. So if you're touching the lights when you're delousing, it's saying the same thing. So obviously you're going through the process of de- delousing, delousing and you don't know if you touched anything, you still would wash your hands. When it comes to a flea, it's possible that all you have to do is clean your hands, that you will not have to wash them. That does not come along with a ruach like a kina. Sivkatan then is going on that which the Mechaber said, that one who is nogea, begufo, beyado, if you touch your body with your hand, you have to wash your hands. It's talking about bamekomoz hametu It's talking about a dirty part of the body. Shiyesh b'hem milmule where there is sweat there. So let's see note number fifty-eight, the second paragraph, which is the end of the page and continues on page three in the back. An interesting note over here. An interesting discussion. Lagabe Misha rochats as kol gufo hatev. A person who just took like a shower, he washed his whole body well. He has no dirt on him, he has no sweat. He came out three minutes ago from the shower. And then he touched a part of his body that's normally dirty, but now it's clean because he just showered. So the Shalzhen Shuvah's Torah Lishma writes, If your body is still wet from the water, Then it's as if you're still in the shower, and you would not have to worry about sweat. But... We're in the back of the Savior on page 3 on the bottom. Once you dried yourself off from the water that was on your, your body, If you touch a part of your body that's normally covered, even though now it's pretty clean, you would have to wash according to him. They say you touch that part of the body, you have to wash your hands. It doesn't matter if you showered three days ago or you showered three minutes ago. That is sheet number one. The other on the other, is more lenient. He writes, You know, you just showered. It was three minutes ago. Your body is totally clean. The Kavachaim says, You would not have to wash your hands. Says the says the Mishabura Viter, We are up to Sivkotan Mem Zayin. So we said a person who is a Talmud Chacham, he's a learned person, and he did one of these things, he did not wash his hands, he is going to forget his learning, very serious. And then we said, maybe he's more serious, a person who's not a Talmud Chacham, he's Yotze Midaito. What does that mean? What it means to say is, What it means to say is, he gets clothed with the ruach stus and the ruach stus could cause him afterwards to do averos. Like the Gemara Sota says, adam osa over avera The Gemara says a person is not do an avera unless the ruach stus comes upon him. And a person who is not at talmud doesn't wash his hands. He gets this ruach stus, says the Yerabba. and therefore he's more prone to do averos. That's not a very good thing. Says the Mechab Reviter in Sevier Tess. The person who let blood from his shoulder and he did not wash his hands, <laughs> he's going to be afraid for seven days. The person who shaved and didn't wash his hands, he's going to be afraid for three days. The one who cut his fingernails and didn't wash his hands, so we have different things over here that if you don't wash your hands, you will be scared for a certain amount of days. And the Machaber ends off and says, you're scared and you will not know why you are scared. So that is the result of not washing your hands from these three things. If we look at the Mishnebunis, the Katan M'ches, he writes, "Dam me'ak the Efsur aluka shekorim." These are other ways of letting blood, not the classic way. One is with a bug, one is with some other instrument. Any of the ways that you let blood. So there also it's good to be machmir that one should wash his hands. Afterwards he doesn't want to be afraid. There is a very important point that's discussed in the back of the Sefer in No 59. How much blood has to go out of your body that you need to wash your hands when you're bloodletting. So he says in No. 59 it's a revius. that's Reva Yashiv. Note 60 discusses, nowadays we don't do bloodletting. It used to be for a full day bloodlet. Nowadays we give blood either because we're donating blood or because we're taking a blood test. Do you have to wash your hands after a blood test or after donating blood? So in note 60 he says when it comes to a person is taking a blood test that we have nowadays, the Shlomo says, you do not need to wash your hands afterwards because of this idea. What Chazal institute is you have to wash your hands after you let blood, not when you take a blood test. We don't have to make up our own halachas, and therefore it says Rosh and the Yoshev agrees. After a blood test, you absolutely do not need to wash your hands. Let's say you donate blood, so shumas says over there, it's very likely that there also that's not considered refuah. If you're trying to help someone else, you're doing a mitzvah. Lo you also would not need to wash your hands over there. And in the end of note number 68 they point out Mikomkom After a person donates blood. He can't wash his hands. He knows he didn't touch anything dirty, but he can't wash his hands. So the says he's allowed to make a bracha on food and drink in order to eat or drink. He's doing it to try to be mechazik his body, so that's part of the, the mitzvah. So you know he doesn't have to wash his hands, and he's good to go. Says the Mechaber, "Vayter Sifchov, Pana Velo Nigvam Yafe." A person washes his face. He didn't dry his face well. Panav misbakos, his face will crack. He'll get cracks in his face. Or ola shrin, or he will get boils on his face. Urefuaso, the healing of these problems is lirchot harbi b'mesilka to wash himself with beet juice. No mishabura on that. Says the machaber vayter sifchaf alef tzorech lizohir b'tfila ubaachila. A person has to be careful. When he is davening or he is eating a suda, <laughs> A person has to be careful not to touch his, the bottom of his leg or his thigh or any other covered part of his body. Because <laughs> there's sweat over there. Memulei pirish. What exactly is <laughs> memulei ketanum. This is some kind of dirt that's like small pieces of barley. I think zaya was an easier understanding for us sweat than that pirish. But that's what sweat is shalol A person also, when he's davening, when he's eating, he should not be rubbing his head. but the revealed parts of his head, and his face, or the revealed parts of his arm, you can touch it while you're davening or while you're eating. Says the Mishabura the same thing applies. The person should be careful what he touches when he is learning Torah as well. The Rama stuck in over there to look in Simon Sadi Bey Sivov and Simon of The Mishabur tells us what the Ramah is referring to. Sivkata Nun, he says, there it's discussed, Shim, If a person is in the middle of the avenue, and all of a sudden he realizes he touched a dirty part of his body, Dai it's enough if he can grab some dirt and clean his hands with the dirt. Or he can rub his hand against the wall to clean it off. He doesn't have to go get water. He's in the middle of Shman Esrei. What does he do? He's in the middle of Shman Esrei. He's not at the Shman Esrei yet. He's in the middle of Kriya Shema. Or he's in the middle of the zimra, Velito, Dezimre. Then he should go and he should wash his hands. Then he should wash the Rambam also said to look in Siman Kuf Simech Dalid. Ba'er. There it's explained. Shem Ovar V'Nogah Besolcha Suda. a person touch a dirty part of his body when he's in the middle of eating a Suda, Tzorech lito Yodav Shenas Kadin. He has to wash his hands. Nitiyas Yadayim. The way you wash for a Suda again a second time. Ach Birkas Al when it comes to another bracha of Nitiyas Yadayim, Haskamas Rov HaAchronim Shelo Lachzar Levarach. Most poskim agree that you do not have to go ahead and make another bracha. You do have to wash two times at each hand like you normally do for bread, but you would not make another bracha. We said in the Mechaber, you don't want to touch places that are filled with Zayah. I am the Yerdeya, simen kuf yudvav di lizar mi zaya. person has to be very careful not to eat sweat or drink sweat. Because sam All sweat is considered like poison. Chutz mi upon Baruch Hashem, except for the sweat, you know, when we're playing ball or we're sweating for any other reason in the summer. So then that sweat that comes on the face is not considered a Mavis. The simon dover, a remez to remember which sweat, you shouldn't get confused to know which sweat is not a Mavis. He brings the posseg and bereshit, vizeas apecha tocha lechem. By the sweat of your face you will eat bread. So you see that the sweat of the face, you, you can eat it with your bread. That's a remez to know that the sweat of your face is not sama Mavis continues to we said in the the places that are revealed on your head or your face you don't have to be makbed on so to the neck down to the you also don't have to be makbed the master shekel writes it really depends on the place if they normally walk around with their neck more open their neck more closed whatever is normally open in that place there you don't have to be makbed you can't touch it if it's normally covered then it's considered a place that and you want to be makbed not to touch it. and we said also the revealed places of the arms, you do not have to be makbed not to touch them while you're eating a suda, while you are davening, or while you are learning. Says the Mishabura, what are the revealed parts of the arm? Ada nikra Till the part of the arm that's called the eilin bugin, which is the elbow, v'cheinim holech chiyachei beraglov. So too, if a person is walking barefoot with his feet, after the Havid Bilchal HaMekomos HaMegulim, if a person normally walks around barefoot, so that also can be uh, considered a revealed part of the body. We will stop here and continue B'ayt Hamish tomorrow with Siv Chav You have been listening to a shir from ShasIlluminated.org. For other sheer on many topics, or to hear an eon sheer on any Dafin Shas, including Mara Makaymos on each sheer